This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. What's up, San Diego? Welcome in on this Friday afternoon. Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scravey, doing it. Once again, the Padres at home, they resume their home stand against the St. Louis Cardinals, losers of their last three, uh, as the Padres, you know, really continue to try to play some good baseball, winners of seven straight. I would be remiss if uh, I didn't bring up the fact that they're only four out of the, the last spot in the wild card, and it's still, I think, a massive lift to find their way in it, but I must say, Scrape, it was quite jarring to see the number four next to the Padres when uh, I looked at the standings this morning. Jarring? Why Why so? Because, I mean, it just felt like it was a lost cause not that long ago, and all of a sudden, seven straight, and you're within four, which is by no means a, a, a end point, but it's just, you know, you... It has been a while since it's it's been this close. It feels like at least. It definitely, it's been a while, and we have given up on, or at least I can speak for myself. I've bought into this team about fifty times. I've given up on this team about fifty times, and right now they're playing their best baseball. And of course, it's their best baseball at the end of the year while they're still in it. I do have something uh, terrible to report, though, Tony. Well, before you get to that, okay. as I was saying, when I woke up this morning, it was four. Cubs just won, so it pushes it back to four and a half. But nonetheless, the point is the point. It is uh, They have gotten a lot closer. Now, what is your bad news there, buddy? The tragic number is down to oh, five. The tra- is it down to five? I'm on MLB.com. It so, says- it does, so, okay, so it does work like that. Then. Well, I think because you know the tragic number changes off because the teams keep fluctuating, but no team fluctuates with a win. Tragic number is five because of the win today for the Cubs. So it takes a little wind out of my sails, to be honest. Well, it just leaves it leaves no room for error. Basically, they can't lose I, the rest of the season. I mean, the Padres, at least in, in my estimation, will probably have to go eight and one to get into this bad boy. I don't know that seven and two gets them in, even at this point. That's kind of crazy. It's going to take I mean it is kind of crazy but they are 7 and 0 in their last 7 so it's not completely out of the realm here. And they're playing some favorable matchups. They're the playing schedule the is favorable. The Giants right? who are reeling right now and then you got now, the White Sox I think who I we think gave up 2 weeks ago. We feel a little easier saying that after they took care of business against the Rockies Rockies in Oakland but there have been points this year where you know the Royals or 
the Pirates or you know any those one of those teams, teams that that we should beat, they haven't. But we're going to focus on the now. They have done taking care of business. Cardinals ha- aren't playing very good baseball, and and Jesse just dropped this one on me. They could finish last for the first time since 1990. Whoa. It's been that long since these guys have dwelled in the cellar. Wow, that uh, is crazy. It's, it's a it's a real possibility. They're only five games uh, behind the, the Pittsburgh uh, Pirates. But uh, the Padres are looking to change that uh, winning streak of three to a winning streak of six after this series. This is the plan, I assume. So if we're in... Uh, if we're in St. Louis doing radio, are we talking about the Cardinals the same as we were talking about the Padres up until like maybe a week ago? Like they're going to be better next year. This is just a lost year. Or do you think they ha- they're talking about more problems in St. Louis? No, there was a lot more problems. I mean, from the very beginning, you had you had first you had the issue with Tyler O'Neill not running oh, yeah. that ball out at home. Yes, trying to save himself, he got benched. Yeah. And then you had the the William Contreras thing. Oh yeah. Is it William? No. Wilson. Williams Wilson. his brother. It's, it's Wilson. <laughs> you had the Wilson Contreras thing that was a debacle by all all means. You traded uh Flaherty. Uh so yeah, no, I don't think there were they were talking about the Cardinals the same way we were talking about the Padres. As bad as the Padres have been, Cardinals have been a whole lot worse. Whole lot worse. Well, that's that's nice to hear because it's not. It's been since like since I was born since the last time the Cardinals were bad. Basically, yeah, twenty three years, thirty three years to be exact. Excuse me, that's uh, insane. They, they have not finished last. Uh, Jose Azokar will join us in the Friar Friday edition in the two o'clock hour. We'll have a uh, we'll have Bo Mel scrum for you. We have a big five daily gambit. Um, Chris versus the fans, or Dave versus the fans, I should say. Uh, he's uh, He will get his last crack at the uh, listeners, and uh, we'll have a countdown. Countdown's a little interesting today. We go five, five uh, reasons. Three will be why they will make it. Two will be why they won't make it. Yeah. But the yeah. why they won't was way harder at this point, because I'm already in optimistic mode, so I'm looking at all the optimistic things. I'm glad you gave that caveat, because it is because you're in optimistic mode. It's really, if you're really looking at it, it's not hard to find reasons why they won't make it. It's a, it is, it is still a task. I have forgotten okay. everything that happened earlier in the year, Tony. I mean, we're, we only have what's in front of us, okay? Clearly. I clearly. mean, we can't change the past. I, I, I no revisionist history here. No, you're right. You can't change the fa- can't change the past. Uh, but nonetheless, Philly, Diamondbacks, Cubs lead the way in the final three wild card spots. You know, in Cincinnati, you have, sorry, go ahead. You have the Marlins a half game back. You have the Reds a game back. You have the Giants three and a half game back games back, and you have the Padres four and a half games back. And Padres the- by far have played the better baseball. Of the teams fighting for wild card spots right now, last ten. 
Sorry, I've been stepping all over you. But, you have, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm Go to wait. I'm going to wait and make sure you're done before I talk. But I was reading an article from Cincinnati yesterday, and Ellie De La Cruz, I don't know if anybody's paid attention, but he has fallen off, and he is. Uh, he was benched yesterday, actually. He's hitting – his batting average has gone down since he made his debut from, like, 300 to 250 to 200. Now he's at, like, 160, which is kind of expected, I guess, for a rookie to get worse as the season goes along as teams figure him out, but – He's not the the same guy he was earlier in the year for the for the well, Reds. I mean, this, this is this is this is why they call it the big leagues, ladies and gentlemen. A guy like Ellie De La Cruz can come on the scene, light the world on fire, and then this league is really good and it starts to eat you up. And the the question is, can you make the adjustment to to fight back? And this is a normal process for a young guy. Um, I, I think people lose track of that and. And today we're you know we're constantly posting, you know all the things that they do right. Um, is it impactful in winning games? It was when it when he was swinging the bat well and he was you know going from going from home to first in record time and like stealing home and doing all that. I mean that's but you got to be on base to do that. And right now he's struggling at the plate. But I don't think anybody should be be surprised. Be surprised. Like no. this is this is what happens at the big league level. No matter. It's very rare, right, that you get a, a Ronald Acuna Jr. Or, or Fernando Tatis Jr. Like, those guys, is, as much as it may seem like there might be another one of those, there has to be staying, lasting power. All we've seen Tati doing that in his short time is get better each year, right? And that's going to be what it's about moving forward for a guy like De La Cruz. But to your point, yeah, man, uh, they not they not the Reds ain't dealing with the same firepower if if he ain't going the way he's going. I mean he he had a heck of a series against the Padres earlier this year. He did. He did. Uh on the other hand, I guess tonight here at Petco, Matt Waldron has I is it dramatic for me to say this is the most important start of his life? It's a bit dramatic. Okay. Although so. <laughs> although it is an important start, obviously, because the Padres need to win. I don't know if He's like, man, it's the most important start of my life. You think he's like throwing up in the bathroom right now? He's so no, nervous. No, I don't. No, I don't. Okay. I he's, okay. He got his first win uh, against the against Oaktown. Now he uh, gets the um, the Cardinals. What do you think the about Mel- him? We haven't really talked about him much. I, well, he he's done a good job. Even the, even in his outing in Houston, he did a good job. I mean, he ended up giving up the homer to I think it was Altuve, that kind of made his his line look. A little uh, lopsided, but he did a pretty good job in that game. And so he came out in Oakland. He doesn't get to pick who he who he's pitching against. Did another good job. Went five innings, got the win. Um, this will be uh, a little bit. This won't be as tough of a lineup as he saw in in Houston, but nonetheless, he'll have to he'll have to pitch the same. He'll have to give the Padres a chance to win. That's all this is about. No matter who's on the mound, you know. Padres are missing their one and two starter uh, coming into the season, and, and Joe and uh, and you and guys got to step into that to that spot. Waldron's one of them. He gets his shot tonight. Do you think Bowmel has to manage these final games? I'm being very dramatic today, but I feel feel good about it. Um, do you think Bowmel has to manage these games like it's the playoffs? Like if Waldron gets into a, I tough think he spot? has to manage these games like he's been managing the last seven. Okay. Whatever that, which is urgency. whatever you want to call that, urgency. Well, yeah, I don't think it's him managing with urgency. I think they're playing loose. They're playing like you know, 
They don't have expectation, and it served them well here in the last seven. I'm it, excited. That's really, it's really what it was. I don't know that Bo Mel has, you know, put a sign on any harder or, you know, got out to the mound any faster. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that he's, you know, when he's giving those signs, I don't know that he's putting them on his face any harder that, you know, that to kind of emphasize how much he wants to sign to get in. I don't know that that has happened. I just think the Padres are playing better. Well, yes, that is offensively. The truth. That is the truth. Um, now, knuckleballer, give me because I was talking to a friend about this, and we think it's yeah. kind of cool that throughout history, a knuckleballer is a knuckleballer. How does the knuckleball stay so like dangerous? I guess in at the big league level with everything that people adjust to these days, um, you just don't see it a lot, right? I think you know they got so many different things, right? With these machines, you can hit sliders, you can hit curveball. Nobody's like, hey, man, put the knuckleball machine on for me. <laughs> like, nobody does that. It's just, you don't work on it. There's, there's, it, when you're in the box, there's not a thing that it does. Like, for a fact, you know that if a slider's coming from a right handed pitcher, it's going to work from the right to your, to your, to underneath your hands, a left handed hitter to your left, right? And downwards. Like, that is what a slider does. You can recognize. Now, you'll notice when a knuckleball comes that, yeah, it won't have any spin. That is the really only defining thing that a knuckleball does. It doesn't have any spin. In terms of the direction, you have no clue, which is why you see catchers box so many up, right? (laughs) Because they don't know where it's going either. One time it might cut to the left. One time it might just float and kind of knuckle to you. One time it might cut to the right. One time it might cut straight down. You just don't know. And uh, I think it's fascinating because he's not – he doesn't consider himself a knuckleballer. Like, I think it's it would be – it would seem to me to be tough to get in that box knowing he can throw about 91, which is hard enough. He's got a slider that he throws uh, enough as well to go along with the knuckleball. It's almost like, you know what, I'm just uh, – we have to make a decision. What are you looking for when you get in there? Are you going to hit the heater? You got? Are you gonna wait on that knuckleball? Did you face um, Tim Wakefield or R.A. Dickey? Dang, I ain't that old. I didn't. Tim face Wakefield Tim. wasn't he playing like 2010s ish? He might have been. R.A. Dickey was definitely playing in your, I faced, your era. I played with R.A. when he was the slow knuckleballer, and then I faced him when he starts throwing the hard knuckleball in Toronto. And what I, did... face him, I face him as a Met okay. and as a as a Blue Jay. Um, I like the slow knuckleball better. <laughs> because you can track it maybe a little just, bit better. Uh, you just you can you can treat it you can it's easier to treat it like softball in that ah, case. Ah. Whereas the harder one, man, it it's just it's firmer and it you know, is knuckling harder. It's just it's a little more difficult. I I squared him up a couple times at no fail in my last time I faced him. I think that was also the day I fell on my face in the outfield in Toronto. Oh, the turf monster. The turf monster. The video me. that's been deleted from the internet. <laughs> I can't find it anymore. Sam Levitt actually I asked me it, one time. I had it scrubbed, dog. You could never find I, it. I, I honestly Although it's cannot not find it. I, uh, it is, I know you can find it because uh, AJ Casville decided to wear me out about it one day. <laughs> he showed it to me, and so... It's, it's out funny. there. It's pretty funny. It's not funny at all, actually. For it's you, it's not. But for me, watching is kind of funny because I know, <laughs> knowing that you are so embarrassed by it. <laughs> you know, the worst part about it is like the inning keeps going, so you gotta like stand out there 
even longer after you <laughs> fell on your face. And think about, man, what's going to happen when I go in? Like, who is going to be laughing in my face? It's a bad Am deal, I in not top 10 now? Like, that's, you know what? That was like the first moment. It was like, you know what? It may be time to hang it up. Like, I've never <laughs> really? fallen on my face in the outfield. You just tripped. Like, it wasn't that big of like, a deal. Nah, it wasn't really a trip. It was like. It was like I got a bad read on the ball, and it like panic settled in, <laughs> and like it just it's just bad, man. You bringing back some horrible, horrible. You were the one who game. brought up the turf monster. You said it was the same day as the turf monster, so I had to bring oh, up the I turf monster. Oh, that is just a, that's a poor, poor day. Poor day of baseball. See, what right I like there. about when you share your playing days is that you're willing to say, I panicked when th- that was coming at me. I did. And that's I 100% good. Panicked. I, 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 don't I, think that pe- like, I don't think that regular fans think, oh, these guys are panicking. But you're, you're telling us that these guys panic. Yeah. Oh, well, I can't speak for everybody. I certainly panicked. I <laughs> broke in. I realized really quickly, oh, he hit this ball a little bit harder. I got to get back. And then the the... the, the the urge to hurry up and get back is like your feet. Like, I don't know. It felt like I didn't pick Have them up. feet? Yeah. It just, <laughs> it just it wasn't a good thing. It wasn't a good thing. All right. Let's get to break. Uh, when we come back, we'll continue to get into what is starting to turn into some chaos uh, for the wild card spot, possible matchups, all that and more. More Gwen and Chris on the way. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. So we, were, we were talking about the whole Philly Fallen thing on the yes. air, weren't we? That wasn't yes. off the air. No, that was definitely on the air. Shout out to A. Mason on, on X. He found it. <laughs> wow, <posted> okay. It, <laughs> posted it. You ain't right, man. You ain't right. That's, oh, uh, that's, that's, that's pretty good. A, I'm going to it right it, now because I want to see is, it. It is bad. He's, he tags you in it, so you get okay. to see it. All right, I'm going. I'm going. Oh, Lord. That is that is unfortunate. Uh, Gwen and Chris, 223 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby. Just uh, just keep reliving this embarrassment. That <laughs> it's, it's, oh, my it's gosh. It's even worse. 
It's even worse in slow motion, too. Oh, man, Tony. Oh, man. I, I also was sent it by someone else, too. It's on oh, Reddit. They did. I told you it was out there. So in the I, baseball thread, it says the title of it is Tony Gwynn Jr.'s Creative Fielding Attempts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to tweet this out for a Matt, Matt Scraby, but thank you to everyone who sent it to us because you I guys, guess, apparently guys I was are, wrong. You can't you find ruthless. it. Yeah, no, they they found it all right. Found it, slowed it down, found the exact. This is hilarious. This is really it's good. It's all bad. Um, what was I going to go? Oh, Jeff Sanders. Article today about uh, Robert Suarez and his contract. And uh, basically, uh, sounding like he's the closer in waiting um, as Josh Hader approaches free agency. Um, Robert Suarez is primed to uh, have at least a chance to take take that spot. It makes some sense. Um, certainly has closer type stuff. Uh, we see guys go from eighth inning to ninth inning. Now it's not always the smoothest transition. I think Devin Williams last year took over that ninth inning spot for Josh Hader when he was traded here. Didn't start off well, but now he's one of the you know premier closers in the league. So. Uh, it makes some sense. You know, it, you, you certainly – it was already a little bit odd, you know, having two guys at the back end of your um, bullpen making that kind of money. You don't see that very often in baseball. Now, granted, it is an eighth inning and a ninth inning guy, which if there's going to be two guys who are paid that kind of loot, it's those two guys. But generally teams don't have two of those. When one of those guys reaches the point where they're going to get paid, they, they try to find a – same guy, cheaper version. Um, looks like Hater's headed to, to free agency one way or the other. Can the Padres bring him back? I don't know. I, I've said no in years past and been completely wrong. So they could bring him back, I guess. But it does seem like um, Robert Suarez is that guy in waiting. I will. I don't get to toot my horn often, but I will toot my horn on this. When they signed Robert Suarez to this big deal, I said he is the closer in waiting. That is why they signed him to do, such do a big deal. Do you have proof of this? I would have to go back in time, but I'm sure I could find it if I spent yeah, enough time look, doing it. Well, you know, I don't think I'm giving you credit on that one until you find some find that information again. <laughs> okay, that seems that seems like a very convenient thing to have said. At okay, the fine. Time. Okay, fine. I'm. I'm going to spend all weekend listening to every show we've done since, like, Robert Suarez got the contract so I could find I, this. I'm just saying, like, it probably would have come, like, right after you, right after he signed it. You I know. also said when Scott Barlow was traded to the Padres that it makes perfect sense for Scott Barlow to be an eighth inning guy and Robert Suarez to be the closer. Now, Barlow, I believe, is under team control. Does that sound right? I want to always confirm because I yeah, am yeah, the bearer well, we'll of misinformation. Figure that out because it, it would make more sense if that is the case. Yes, he has yeah, one yeah. more year of control. So, yeah, so look at you, Scrabby, sharpening that baseball acronym a little bit. Well, I've been trying. I've been trying. You know, I knew that Chris was going to be gone for two weeks, so I needed to in a, in a critical point in the season. So, you know what? Actually, it just hit me. Chris can't come back. <laughs> Why not? Because they they're winning, and Chris hasn't been now, here. To be fair, I left on vacation in July, and the Padres proceeded to go six and one. And they were <laughs> did they? <laughs> yes, they did. They swept I don't remember the, this. They swept the Angels, and then the team after. I think they took two of three or three of four from. Okay, I do remember this now. Yes, and I shown up, brought my behind back home, and. 
threw cold water on what they had going. So, you know. I don't want Chris's Chris cold water to hopefully be thrown Chris on doesn't, this. Hopefully Chris doesn't do that. Hopefully uh, he comes back and he has nothing to do with the wins and losses, which, uh, is prob- which is likely the real thing. Yeah. I know you want to believe that's not the case, great. Yeah, Chris is not allowed in this room or this studio for – until the Padres season is over. Listen, uh, I, I think I think Robert has come a long way. You, you think about his first appearance in a big league game it's pretty in Arizona last year. It prompted, or actually it actually didn't prompt because I believe Taylor Rogers was already en route to San Diego. Yeah. But his first outing was as a closer because he was the closer for that day, and it went terribly. <laughs> now, since then, we've seen him get a whole lot better. Now, he had the, I would call it a, a, he just got got by somebody who was just. You're talking about Bryce Harper in the yeah, playoffs? Yeah, that, that's just a dude being a dude right there. <laughs> um, but he definitely has, he definitely has closer stuff. I will say, sure. though, that. He, the, but he, here's the other thing, though, that we haven't discussed. One thing about Josh Hader, he's been available. Robert Suarez, through two seasons, has missed half the season both times. More than half of the season this year. I was just about so, to say that. Can he be depended upon to go one, two, maybe three days in a row sometimes? I don't think we backs. can answer that right now. We we can't. But, you know, it seems like that's how this thing is lined up, is that he is the closer in waiting. I, I, that would be my only hesitation is can he stay healthy enough? Because we know this year there's back been a- to back seasons shoulder have yeah. been the issue. We we know it, uh, that throughout this season, there's been opportunities for Josh Hader to go through back to back to back, and he has as of late, and um, that has been valuable because Josh Hader is very good and he can close it down. But you're right, that is Josh a huge question all, mark. Josh has said all along that come he is available for what we saw was back to back to back this last series. So, um. You know, this is that time of year, and uh, it just—and I think it could have happened before. The Padres just couldn't get him into a game where they were actually had a lead. Yeah, they or, didn't have many winning. of those. <laughs> they, it hasn't happened, so you know he hasn't had to um, do it on you know multiple occasions like he did this past week. And all right, let's get to break. It's Friar Friday. Padres outfielder Jose Azokar will join us next. More Gwen and Chris on the way. Two thirty-six on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scrady. By the way, I've been here talking about Chris Zello being on assignment. Meanwhile, on his whole Instagram and Twitter, this guy is posting all kinds of pictures. So I, I guess I don't need to, to to sugarcoat the fact that he's out, you know, doing his thing, having fun in a different country. I'm gonna go look at this then. It's not actually on assignment. My mom was the one who actually tipped me off. She was like, "You, you've been saying Chris is on assignment, <laughs> and I see his pictures all over the place." I'm like, "Oh, well, I guess it's not a secret then." You know what's really sad is I just went to Chris's Twitter, and there's a couple reasons this is sad. At Chris Ella, blah, at Chris LOSD. The last one, two, three, four, five posts have been Immaculate Grid posts. <laughs> but the other sad part about that is that he hasn't posted since September 15th, and I know that was a huge 
thing that he was worried about that he does his immaculate grid every morning at six. He looks at it and then he takes the dog for a walk, goes for a swim, thinks about it, comes back to it. Chris is a very regimented person. Yes, if you can't, yeah, that if you don't understand so much that. like Chris Ello right there. But he hasn't done it since September fifteenth. This is ridiculous. He is probably pulling all of the hair that he has in his head out because he can't play. Oh, man, I didn't realize this either, that he makes a comment on each one of them. Like the last one, it says, always a good day in the roaring 20s, and when T.G. Jr. can make an appearance. Uh, Chris is very regimented, for sure. He said, had over 100 yesterday. Good to be back in the land of the roaring 20s. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see this. That is is so Chris. But Chris Chris will be back with us. Chris will be back with us next week, so... Uh, well, the gang will be back together. Now we are waiting, uh, Jose Azokar, um, to join the show here. Just came off the field taking BP, so it might take a little bit of time. Um, while we wait, Scrape, um, how do you feel? I mean, Joe Musgrove, he's one of those guys that was, you know, building back up. And then the Padres, I think they lost a couple games. And then, you know, he kind of went back down. Or not, he wasn't as active, but I don't know. Does this change things? I mean, does does do, do we get a Joe Musgrove now? I'm pretty sure you should be anticipating a call from JP. I'm looking at him on the screen. He's actually call. Yes. He is there. He is. In right All right, now. so we'll hold this Joe Musgrove <laughs> talk while we get uh, Jose Azokar. Just one Sugar. second. Just on one second. He's, uh, JP's getting it all set. But, yeah, we will talk about Joe Musgrove. But it is pretty important if they keep winning. I mean, he hasn't been actually ruled out for the year. I think you Darvish has been ruled out for the, for the year. He's definitely been ruled out. But Joe, I think they would just shut him down because they just didn't have anything to look forward to at that point. All right. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Joining us here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline on Friar Friday, Jose Sugar Azokar. Jose, how you doing, man? Good, good, fantastic. What about you guys? Pretty We're good. Doing fantastic. This team is is finally started to play the baseball that I think everybody had expected. What's the vibe been like in the dugout as you guys have won seven straight? I mean, we are playing the baseball in the right way right now. We are doing everything we're supposed to do at the field. And... The motion that we have in the locker room, dugout, and like being together more than than before. So I think this is the big change right now. We're talking to Jose Azokar in the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline, and you said the emotion in the dugout and in the clubhouse is different. Can you point to anything as to why you all, the, the the I guess the switch was made? Um, I think it's more about like everybody's focus at the last couple games. It's more like no before they go to a bark box or they go to uh to be in the mound. So they are more like focused what is the game is telling me to do. And so that's why we are creating the, the identity to be a great players right now with the last yeah. couple of games. Now, obviously, you know, you guys were a, a little bit of ways back out of the last wild card spot. That 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 distance has shrunk. You guys are, you know, four and a half games out coming into tonight's game. Are you guys scoreboard watching, or is this one of those deals that you guys know 
you got to take care of business, and you're trying not to pay attention to the scoreboard. No, we don't have time to pay attention to anything right now, just playing the baseball in the right way, and that's where we are right now. And like I said last year, I think we have a chance to make it a playoff again. I'm just saying right now. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. He, he did say that. I do remember that. When he came on the show, he, he I think he guaranteed a playoff uh, berth, and they, that happened. Yep. So yep. so he guaranteed it again. Yep. I like that. I like having Jose Azokar guaranteeing <laughs> playoff runs. He's joining us here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline. He's also a future voiceover artist at some point because of those pipes. But where do you think your game has improved most in 2023? Um, um, be more like a grow baseball player. It's not only on the like getting hits, getting homers, getting doubles, or anything like that. It's more like a mental. It's more focused when I what I need to do when I get the chance to play. Yeah, and I think it's a big difference this year. I feel way stronger um, just in my body and then more in like a mental too. I, I got to ask you a little bit about the, your first homer. I know you've been getting a, a lot of noise from your teammates about not having one. You finally get your first homer. What was that like? Did you did you let your teammates know to get get off your back at this point? I mean, they've been uh, jogging with me around like since last year because they see me hitting BP and then he balls out every time. And they are like, oh. I don't think you will get one in big league because you already have 250 or something like that. <laughs> and you didn't go, jar. And I was like, okay, I will wait for my moment because I know I can do it. It's my first time in, in baseball. No, in big league because it was my first. But, like, I know I, I, what I can do. And since I get that uh, bad, I ground out twice before that, and I was mad. Because those pitches, normally I don't didn't miss it, and right. I get the opportunity with like run runner score position, and I get a hang it change up. And since I hit my with the ball, I know it was out, and I just pointed <laughs> the dog out, and I was like, okay, this is my moment right now. <laughs> That is that is hilarious. Jose Azokar here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline. Uh, you've hit a lot more home runs than I have in my career, so it's it's all good. Uh, you are sometimes, yeah. though, used as a pinch runner late in games. We don't often talk about pinch runners and all that, but I wanted to ask you about your mindset. And when you are called upon to be a pinch runner, it's usually late in games. So what are you thinking as you trot out there uh, replacing someone? Um, you just scored the run. No matter what I need to do on the basis, but I need to score that run. That's why my job is when I get to the game, play in the game and be a pinch hit, eh, pinch run, sorry. Pinch run and then probably in second or first, I try to steal, like, be in my mind. I need to steal this base no matter what, but I need to steal it to get the opportunity to win the game or tie the game. Yeah. Well, you, you certainly have improved in that area as well, Jose. Uh, we're going to let you get back to work, but appreciate you coming on, spending some time with us, man. Good luck the rest of the way. You know we're pulling for you. Have a good day. Yes, sir. Thank, Thank you. you. And just waiting for the last game, and you guys will see. Yes. Yes. Indeed. You heard it here. Jose Azokar. I love another, it. Another playoff prediction. We're going to see if it uh, all comes to fruition. Uh, that was Jose Azokar on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline. Save money the right way. With Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad, visit today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet. 
Find new roads. You know what's great about that is I completely forgot that he guaranteed a playoff spot last year, but he I did, did not until he until he reminded us. I totally forgot that he guaranteed a playoff spot last year, and now, everybody was like, oh, "Let's hope, let's I, hope." Let, now I will say this: <laughs> this is a much bigger bridge to step out on right here yes, versus what he did last year. But you know, I will take that mindset every yeah, day. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, the way he said it, he made me confident in it. So yeah. we, we go, we're going to find. Out. Uh, we were t- talking about Joe Musgrove and the likelihood or whatnot that we may or may not see him this year. Uh, I don't know that he's officially been ruled out, but I think it was assumed after before this seven game run here that it was unlikely we would see him again. I, I would guess there's at least a conversation that is going to be had about it. I I know if I if I know one thing about Joe, he's certainly pushing for that conversation to be had. That's what I was thinking. So I I don't know. It's it's interesting because ultimately you are trying to you still need to protect him from him. You know, I don't, we don't know how serious it is where he's at in, in terms of his rehab, but um, I don't imagine this is necessarily like the easiest decision to come to when you're dealing with a, a pitcher, shoulder, arm. You know, when you have him signed up for some years to come. Yeah, and I would think, too, that it would – he's been out for a while now, so I would think it would be hard for him to get back into playing shape here at the end of the season. Yeah, going there's no into minor leagues to go down and, and get innings in either at this point. Yeah, the season it seems, has ended. It seems like he's probably not going to be able to come back. And you're right. They have to think about the future because as excited as we are about them being four and a half games out after the Cubs won today – it could just be that. They could end up three games out or two games out and they, they could won't... be five if they lose yeah. tonight. True. You know, so True. that you know that complicates things even a, a little bit more. And I guess so... we have to talk about the other side of it, which is like there is a real shot that they don't make the playoffs too. We're just very excited that they're in it at this point. Listen, I, I, I would still say it's more likely not than is, even though they're four and I know nobody wants to hear that, but I think that's that's just being honest. I also, it's still it's still a very difficult thing for them to pull off. I also got this deep. is going to be if they pull it off. This will be along the lines of like the Rockies in in what was that oh eight oh seven yeah oh seven where you know game one sixty three you know if if you know my hit doesn't even mean anything if the Padres just took care of business at that time. That was a that was a humble flex right there, humble brag right there. My hit doesn't mean anything. You mean I'm the just, biggest hit of your career? I'm just, I, I I'm guess just, I'm calling it the biggest I, hit of your career. I, I'm just saying it don't mean it. It don't mean a thing. I if the uh, uh, deposit just you know one one or two more games. I apologize for stepping all over you all day today. I don't know okay. what is wrong with me. I'm shot out of a cannon. I've had way too much Celsius today. I've had way too much coffee today. But I got a DM yesterday that was, you know, it was a fair DM. I won't say it was like a mean DM or anything like that. But it basically said, you guys are so excited about this playoff run. You've completely glossed over all of the stuff that we have talked about in the last week or so. And I guess it would be a week ago today, Kevin Acey's report came out. And then on Tuesday, the athletic report came out. And we haven't forgotten about that. They're still going to need change. They're still going to need to make changes in the offseason or at I, least address them. I think that is unfair because those same issues bubbled up last year. Did what was what did they matter when they were winning? 
No. The answer is no. They yeah. Did. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is no. No. The, they did that bad. But I don't but, think we. I, I don't think we've glossed over them anyway. I think we talked about them. Ultimately, you know, those things don't get fixed until internally those discussions happen. Um, but that doesn't change the fact that they have won seven in a row, that they have gotten to with four and a half, despite those two articles, you know, coming, you know, kind of seemingly coming to a head there. So I, I don't know that we've we've glossed over it. Maybe wrong choice of words. We we haven't forgotten, but we, we do have to still talk about what's happening right now. Those articles happened, what, those articles? Friday for on. AC and Tuesday Friday, for The Athletic. Friday and Tuesday. Today is for a week from a, a week, week from the yeah. day the first one came out. They've Tuesday, won every the game other since. One. They've won every game since. So what are what are we to do? We have to have the discussion of, okay, first the article came out on Friday, they won that game. One Saturday, one Sunday, one Monday. Article came out Tuesday, won that game. One Wednesday. So, I mean... That's 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 what we have to talk about. Uh, Eric Gruppner was on with Ben and Woods this morning, and he was asked. They asked some great hard-hitting questions this morning, and one of them was about the AC in the athletic article. Do, do, are you giving this up right now, or I thought we're saving this? Oh, I, I I mean, we could play all of these at some point. I mean, we're not going to play all of them in the segment, but... Okay, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Do what you're okay. doing, though. Okay. I just Let's... don't want you to, you know, be stuck. No, no, now. we're good. We're good. We're okay. good. I can flap my gums all day long if I need to about you nothing. Know, you like to give up uh, You like to give up segments early in the show before we uh, actually get there. So. I do, because yesterday when you left, I, I was talking about how I need to figure out how I need to get out of the roundabout that I get myself in when I'm walking <laughs> out of a segment. Oh, and yeah, I, I like to call that your carousel. Yeah, the carousel. And then I start talking about what I just teased because I – anyway – here is Eric Gruppner talking about AC and uh, the athletic article. Yeah, I think it's expected, number one. Uh, you know, whether you're the, the Padres or the Yankees or the Mets this year, you know, three teams that made big investments into payroll to have disappointing results. And once again, I want to be very clear when I say that the last chapter has not been written on this season yet. You know, the odds may still be long, but we're not giving up on anything right now. But we also understand realistically that the vast majority of the season has uh, been a disappointment for fans and for us relative to the expectations for this team. So when that happens and when it happens with the team that last year was a few wins away from the World Series and added pieces, as I said earlier, and made an unprecedented you know, investment into Major League Payroll this year, of course, you're, everybody's going to naturally ask the question they should be asking, which is what went wrong? And there's a lot of different ways that you can probably answer that question. Several answers have been, you know, proffered in these articles by, you know, well-researched and intelligent journalists who have followed this team and paid careful attention to what they think is going well. And more importantly, what they think is not going well. They've talked to a lot of players um, I think you also have to be careful when you read articles that attribute anonymous uh, statements to you know people that aren't with the organization anymore. And I understand why that happens sure. in these articles, but it's our job as an organization to do a more thorough analysis when the season is over because we have all the information in front of us and we know it all. Uh, we should know it all. 
and we should be able to come up with the very best answers to those questions, whereas these articles, I think, have attempted to answer those questions, but they're all somewhat incomplete sketches and uh, not based on full information that we have access to. So do I think the articles were unfair? Do I think they were wrong? No, I'm not saying that, but I think that clearly things didn't go according to plan this year. We own that. We've got to figure out what went right and, more importantly, what went wrong. We've got to make changes. We've got to get better. We've got to put a team on the field next year that looks a lot more like the team that was in the NLCS and better than the team based on the way it played this year. And we owe the fans that, and we got to handle our business. And when stuff gets aired you know, publicly in articles, I get it. That's the business we're in. It comes with the territory. And we got to own it, and we ultimately need to be the ones that get it figured out. Well, there you have it. Uh, I hadn't heard that. Um, I guess that also that kills the notion of, you know, AC or Dennis Lynn being diabolical somehow and, and <laughs> making up stuff. Like, that came from Eric Gruppner. I think the word he used was well-researched, mm-hmm. talked to players, that all came out of the mouth of the CEO. So there's that. I like I like that because part of this these articles, I think, are going to push the Padres into at least some conversations about things, which is a good thing. So I like that he was at least willing to, you know, uh, to see the side of the journalist. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think you can't be in the, that position and, and not acknowledge that. You know, and be worth your salt. I mean, that's something that Eric prides himself on, and, and so and this organization does. So, um, yeah, it was uh, definitely candid from uh, Eric Gruppner right there, talking yeah. to Ben and Woods. Three o'clock hour on the way. I believe we got a daily gambit. 49ers, baby! Oh, man. I don't know where that came from, to be honest. 49ers <laughs> took down the Giants yesterday, and Scraby will get his first chance to talk about it. More going to Chris on the other side. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 